Let me tell you a story about a little fat boy that nobody loved and that all the other kids, they used to make fun of him and they would pick on him and, they, and, they, and then they used to say that he talks funny and stuff and he had a, and he had a twin brother and everybody, and, and, and everybody said they didn't like anything like his twin brother but, but he wanted to. Hank, were you the little fat boy? No, no, but, but I used to like to beat him up, you know, I'd grab him, I'd go, why are you so fat, why are you so fat, and I'd beat the shit out of him. You're listening to The Local Bar Podcast with your host, Chad Alexander. Come on in, we have a lot of friends we want you to meet. Oh man, I've got a show for you today. From beautiful downtown Columbia, South Carolina, located right in the heart of Rosewood, this is The Local Bar. I'm your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you could be, you decide to spend some time with us today. For that, we're incredibly grateful. How you doing? Local Bar can be found on iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, all the places you get your good and your bad podcast. I appreciate you being here. Local Bar is part of the Libsyn Network. You can find us, friend us, follow us over there. If you are another podcaster, we love connecting with you over there. Want to send a message to the show? Hit us up on our Facebook page, Local Bar Media. Uh, it's where you can find us in all that we are doing. Um, running through my head real quick before we get to the show because we've got a lot to cover. I don't think any big announcements. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything to uh, to to push. Oh yeah, I do have one thing. Uh, if you are in the Columbia area, if you're in the South Carolina area, uh, the at the old mill, it's over in Lexington. It's a, it's like right on the border between West Columbia and Lexington. No, it's more Lexington. Right off of I-20. It's not hard to get to if you live in South Carolina. Um, Jen Snyder, who we've talked about uh, a little bit over the past couple of weeks, I think she might be on the show sometime soon. I, I, was, I was having some dialogue with her the other day. She is headlining a New Year's Eve bash out there at Corley Mill. I was looking. I think the tickets are next to nothing. There's going to be three comedians. I personally know two of them, one of them being Jen Snyder. Um, It looks like an absolute blast. If you do not have your your tickets, uh, if you don't have your plans for New Year's yet, check that out. I have no idea. Go to Jen Snyder's Facebook page. I have no idea what it is. This is the problem. So when you do, when you try to give your friends publicity, no one gives you copy. I'm not writing copy for them. <laughs> I, we'll have more. We'll talk about that more over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I think one of our guests next week will be another fantastic comedian from the area. So I'm sure that'll be brought up then. My guest this week is is one of my favorite people I've met in my life. He's a he is a brilliant guy. Uh, he is uh, he is a He's a self-made dude if there ever was one. Um, I love I love a lot about him. He and I have gotten to know each other uh, because of our daughters playing soccer together. You've seen his face. I don't care where you are in the United States. You've seen his face in either Target or a Dick Sporting Goods. Or if you're a Woodford Reserve fan, we, we get into that here in a little bit. It's crazy. Um, Mr. Kelvin Davis, my daughter calls him Famous Davis. Uh, he's a good friend of ours who uh, is a model, 
and uh, also an influencer on Instagram, uh, an author and a, a public speaker uh, about body positivity. Um, so let me let me tell you about this first. It's funny that Kelvin is listed as a plus size model, and it's it's kind of weird when you when you see him in the pictures, like at Target or something like that. You don't look at him and think that's a plus size model. I'll give you another little inside baseball here. When you see him in person, you don't think that either. But when you look at the world of modeling, you know, I don't think we're, we're not stuck. When I was growing up in the 80s and 90s, there was this thing, this heroin chic look that they had going on where the models were way too skinny. I mean, we, we've got to watch. We do have, I don't care what anybody tells you, we do have an obesity epidemic going on. And we, and we talk about this a little bit, about deconstructing the problem that exists between people uh, confusing those two. But um, our models back then were way too skinny at one point. I mean, they, they were like, there's no muscle on them. They were just bones. It, it, there's, there's quite a few you can go and find if you want to find pictures of that. Um we still, obviously, when you're a model, there are tough standards that you have to have. So, Kelvin, I guess, would be classified as plus size. If Kelvin would be a plus size model, I would be the, if there's ever a line for morbidly obese, that, that's what I would be compared to this cat, all right? Kelvin is a really cool guy. And he's got a, gr a great story and a, and a really neat one, but one that's not um, lost on me, um, one that I... Um, one that I can commiserate with and one that I, I'm going to tell you I openly do not talk about, but today on the show, I feel compelled to do so. It's, um, it's not one that I like talking about, but I feel that uh, it fits with the show, so I'm going to share it with you. Uh, here from the very beginning, because we got to get right into this, is my wonderful interview uh, and conversation with Kelvin Davis, and uh, I will tell you more on the other side of the break. The devil walks the streets at night, shake, rattle, and roll. The devil walks the streets last night, a deleterious soul. Black shoes, suit and tie, you gotta see to believe. A rogue and bones, a girl life size, with nothing up his sleeve. With me this week is, uh, you know, I've had, I, I, over the course of seven years I've had this show, I've had uh, the, just the people that are right down the street, uh, my daughters have been on the show a million times, my wife's been on the show, um, but every now and then I'll have people that are celebrities, I've had, you know, some, some pretty big time people, national people, international people on the show, and it's always been, it's been kind of fun for me. This is the first time I actually have both. Like, just a guy down the street who's also a big-time celebrity, the man that my daughter so affectionately calls Famous Davis, Mr. Kelvin Davis on the phone of the day. Kelvin, how you doing, man? 
Hey, man. How are you doing? Good. The world's brightest smile. I don't know. I, I could go on with your intro for like 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> every, all the different things about you. Kelvin is, uh, talk real quick at the beginning, because uh, I don't want to get caught up in this interview and just like, oh, what's it like doing this? I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about that, but just so everyone knows, if it's if it's people that just you know get the show downloaded to their phone, they haven't seen anything on social media, tell everybody what what you do uh, as far as your own, yeah, your online life, but also what you do as far as representing the companies you work for. Okay, awesome. All right, yeah. So uh, I it all started with a blog in 2012, and uh, based off of that blog, it was a body positive menswear blog, and that blog uh, transitioned into me being a public figure, model, award nominated author, and public speaker. Um, I've been able to represent brands from Target to Gap uh, to Lululemon, Vineyard Vines, Big Sporting Goods. Pretty much every brand that like somebody uh, pretty much goes to, I've represented that brand in some kind of fashion. What? So, yeah. What? What? What brand do you do you hear the most? Right? Is it Target? More people say, like, "Hey, I saw yeah. your picture." Target. Is that the one you see the most? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, yeah, yeah. Target. Yeah, I think sure. I've taken a couple of pictures of, of a couple of your photos in Target. And, and, and like every time I do, like the girls have done it with me too. Like if we see you, we'll try to do something funny. Like I'll put my arm around the picture and like we're just talking. And uh, yeah. every time I do it, the workers are, are talking like, who is this? Like, I know this guy. That's why I'm doing it. And they're like, you know, they think I'm some like insane person who, who believes he knows the, the picture. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so so the blog, you said, was that a blog that you had started? Yeah. So uh, it started based off of me having a bad shopping experience experience uh whenever i first got my first teaching job i uh had gained a good a good bit of weight and i wanted to uh find some newer clothing that would fit my body more well because all the other clothing had gotten too too tight and i went to uh, express to go get some more clothing so i could wear like you know some ties and some good some good fitting pants and blazers and stuff and i was looking for a red blazer in particular and uh, this, um, they only had a size 42. And I asked the lady, I was like, you know, do you, you like, do you guys have like a size 46, 48? It would be great if you had like a 48. And she was like, no. I was like, okay, well, maybe can you see if you have it online at another store? And she was like, maybe you're just too fat to shop here. And oh. that was my first time. Yeah, man. I know. Everybody, like, whenever I tell them the story, they're like, oh my God. Yeah, like, so really? Funny. Like, I understand, like, being snotty, but oh, that was. <laughs> That's a little bit over the top. Good Lord. Yeah. And it was like my first time as a guy being like publicly body shamed. Right. You yeah. know, guys, like we mess around and like play around with, with each other and like roast each other. But, you know, in like a public space for it to come from another person, especially I think it hurt more that it came from um, a woman rather than a male. Oh, sure. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I agree with that. Almost, yeah. Yeah. Because it's almost like there's like some truth behind it and you know there's like some maliciousness behind it when she said it so uh i really uh you know started to suffer from like these body image issues that that really were uh brought up during my adolescence that you know triggered me in my adulthood now yeah and i was like man like i don't know how to really shake shake this feeling i never really dealt with this these feelings of being like insecure or feeling like my body isn't good enough so I was like, you know, men need 
a online space to talk about body image, mental health, all these things about what it is to be a real man. Because I feel like the world at that time was really captivated by this sense of toxic masculinity. And I just wanted to a space where men could come and be men and be joyful men, be prideful men, be loving men, and still like love who who they are and not, you know, try to feed into this kind of stupid societal standard of masculinity. So uh, you bring up a couple of things. First of all, uh, I do love the old school name drop of Express. You know, <laughs> that first. Yeah. Like, right? I, is, are they even are they even still around? Is Express still around? Yes. Okay. It's they are. called like um, Express Men now. It's okay. like express men. It's like all like one word, express men. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So uh, so I don't know if you know this or not, but a long time ago, my ex-wife, uh, Adrian, yeah. when we lived in Charlotte, she worked for limited brands. And she worked for, and that was back when Structure, remember when Structure was yeah, around? Yeah, I remember Structure. Yeah, yes. so Structure was going into Express, and they became yeah. a dual gender store. Now they got Express for Men. So you bring up something kind of interesting with that, and I think I think I, I totally get where you're tracking. And, and for, for those that don't know, what you're talking about guys roasting each other, yeah, totally, we do that a lot. But when you need a guy to give you an honest opinion, he can be blunt, but it's never outside of what we do roasting each other. I think the other thing, though, is like if you're if your persuasion is towards women, one of the things guys always want to do that are attracted to women is impress women. And that means exactly. all of them. So when a woman is rude, like a guy is to somebody that stings more like a dude can tell me that. And I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, like, look at you. And your little exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But a, a, a female does that. Oh, that stings, man. That that's rough. So, it does. So it's interesting that you 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 did that. So you came back. You you created. You helped create this space, and then boom. Next thing you know, you took off. Now, what a lot of people don't know about you is, well, well, well tell me this. Actually, I don't know this part about you. You're real big into body positivity, and that's awesome. Yes. And I and I love the way. If and if if people want to follow you online they need to follow you on instagram i love the stuff that you do on there and it's great and i and i think you're a um not only just a body positivity you're you're just full of positivity it, it, you know uh anyway but talk about you know your 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 comfort in your body now and how yeah. it's it's a, that has allowed you to find a modeling career speaking career writing career and all this kind of stuff but uh, how different is your body from when you were younger? Like you, you, you don't, I've seen old pictures of you. You don't really look that different. What, yeah. is there something there that I'm missing or was that just you coming into your own? And did that really happen for you after this moment? Like, did it get, you probably kind of wanted to feel better about yourself. I get what you're saying, saying you put on a few more pounds, but the body positivity, when it kicked in for you, was it, was, was the catalyst this moment? That's a good question. I, I would have to say I've always been pretty secure in my body, especially like in uh, my high school years-ish. Yeah. But it was really my middle school and really my college years where I suffered a lot. And, I, and the reason why I say that is because whenever I was in high school, the fact that I dressed well and the fact that my personality was so vibrant kind of overshadowed okay. the way that people would view me as far as looks wise. Sure. People would love being around me because I was funny because I dressed cool. And, you know, I was very into art and, you know, I, I was just, I was just overall like a very 
uh, like a very likable person to be around. I'm not saying that I'm not now, but during then I was just, you know, just high school age. I was just like a lot of people were just more focused on that part of me rather than how I actually looked. It was like in middle school, you know, when your body starts to change, you know, I was like really short in middle school, but still like the same weight that I am now. So it was all like compacted. I was just like, I was just like a big, like can of Vienna sausages, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you I got gotcha. I, mean? <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So it's like in middle school, I saw all these, like all of my friends, like they were getting taller, they were getting muscles, they were, you know, hitting puberty, all these things. And I'm like just sitting here like short, chubby little Kelvin, like, oh my God, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah. when I got to high school, you know, and things started to change for, for me, and then really in college, I think really going to college and being around uh, other males that had, you know, because as much as guys don't want to admit it, we like compare ourselves to other men the same way that women do. Sure. To women. So I would look at these other guys that would get, you know, the kind of females that I would want attention from or like the kind of guys that were like, you know, considered, you know, the cool guys at USC. You know, I would just look at these guys and like, my dormitory and i and i would be like well i'm not six two like i'm not fair fair skin i don't have blue eyes i don't have this you you know so it was really when that moment happened was when i started to feel more secure about who i was because i did started to realize i i i can't change who i am i can only accept what i am and make the best out of it. And there's one thing I know about me is that I have a great personality. I have a great smile. And no matter how like short or no matter how chubby or how whatever I may be to the next person, I will always be the most best dressed guy in the room. Right? Yeah. So that was always like my, like, that was always my phone home was like me being the most stylish person in a room. That was like my whole confidence area right there. That's cool, if, man. If that yeah. 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 So it's funny you bring up your smile. It's one of the things I've, I've seen you post about before. And there's a, there's this picture of you. And I guess you're going to the prom or something. You couldn't look like more like a sad guy going to a prom oh, because you. I was so sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's obvious because the thing about you is that as I understand why the camera loves you so much, your smile is like you have the epitome of the infectious smile. You smile with your whole face. You do that thing that Tyra Banks used to talk about the smizing. Yeah, I used to watch that show where she talks about yeah, smiling yeah. with your eyes and stuff like you have all that down. But you, you talk, though. Um, in a couple of your posts about, you know, really feeling good about yourself and confident who you are, you didn't like your smile growing up. Why was that? 100%. Yeah, why? Why? Yeah, because it is the most natural and bright smile that you, you can, that I, I like, like I'm, I'm not all trying to get all knowing on you here, Kelvin, but yeah, but like, yeah, that I, I don't see dudes that, that project that kind of smile. And it's not like you've been working out your smile. It's not like, you know, you, yeah, yeah. You, you weren't like taking it for a couple of laughs. I smile at people a lot to try to work out my teeth. No, you don't do that. What what caused you to be comfortable with your smile? Or better yet, why were yeah. you not comfortable with your smile back then? Man, uh, I would have to say I was not comfortable with it because um, if you look, so people have to really look, though. If you zoom in on some of my photos where you can see all of my smile, 
you can see that my front left tooth is chipped, like a little bit. Okay. It's like chipped, like a small, small bit. And it happened when I was a kid from like playing around out outside and stuff. And um, I never got it fixed because my mom was like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Like you could barely see it. And, you know, I, you know, something that's small to like everybody else is big to us. Right. right? Like, yeah, I could, sure. like, it's, like I could always see it. But it's like I would always have that projection that everybody else can see it, too. So I would like do everything possible not to smile because I didn't want people to look at this one chip tooth that I had. And I never had braces. And, you know, I just, you know, I just really felt insecure because I'm like, all my friends have braces. They all have straight teeth. Nobody has a chip in their tooth. Like everybody's teeth is perfect. Da da da. And it wasn't really until I would have to say, like, about maybe a year after starting my, um, my blog that I started to smile in like really? in my pictures. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So all throughout college, all throughout high school, all throughout that stuff, I didn't smile. And even my first year of posting photos on my blog and on my Instagram, I did not smile. Hmm. And it wasn't until one of my photographers that I used to work with, uh, she was taking pictures of me and it's really funny there was a homeless guy that, that was walking by and I was getting changed. I was like changing shirts. And he said to, to me, <laughs> this is really funny. He goes, yeah, I love those titties, boy. I was like, what? <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? I was like, excuse me? And I like literally just put it like laughing, like doing this eruptive like laugh. Cause it was so unexpected and yeah. it was so funny. And she caught a couple of photographs of that moment of me like laughing. And uh, whenever, you know, we were done looking at the photos and stuff and I was editing some some of them, I was looking at the ones of me smelling. I was like, crap, I was like, I look like really like happy, like really like good right here. Like when I smile. So it was at that moment I was like, maybe I should smile more in my pictures. Maybe I should stop looking so somber. Like yeah. that's not my personality. Like I'm a joyous person i like to laugh i like to talk i like to be around people so why so why 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 can i exhibit that in my pictures by portraying this very joyous aspect of me and ever since then i haven't looked back that's i awesome. smile almost all my pictures man yeah that's awesome man so you uh you and i met because both of our daughters played soccer together so you and i are soccer dads together what's what's interesting you and I both had the the tallest girls. They were both of our girls yes. got freakishly tall, like at an early age. I mean, it's just hilarious yeah. to where we were the ones everybody's like wanting to check, you know, the birth certificates for their kids. What's really yeah. funny? They both played uh, like they played beside each other a lot, which they looked like Dobermans back there on the soccer field, like chasing <laughs> people down. But um, yeah. what's really interesting is both of our daughters were born on the same day. They had the same birthday. We were just Dude, we that's would, so crazy. Yeah, we would have met earlier had they been in the same hospital. But uh, exactly. Yeah, but you you have two girls, and you know what it's like from the guy side. You're you're obviously clued into what it's like on the on the female side. What's that like being a dad? Do you find yourself being a little bit more overprotective of what their body image is? Are you a little bit more keyed in, uh, probably, yeah. or, or, or are you a little bit more loose? Like, how, how do you, 
like how do you adjust your sales to what goes on in their lives knowing from from both sides of stuff what what body positivity is like of course yeah so i make it my mission to uh let them know that you know it's okay to be insecure it's okay to like have these feelings but it's really how you overcome it and how you act on it and how you really feel about yourself when the actual day ends because it's okay to have moments of insecurity moments of uh weariness about who you are or about your body but if you are overall a confident person overall a confident being about who you are and what you look like those moments will only be temporary and you can move throughout your day so i really make it my purpose as a dad to not only share what i do for an actual living because a lot of uh actually Flo used to tell her teachers that I was a butterfly catcher because she didn't understand what I did for a living. So she would tell her <laughs> teachers that I caught butterflies for a living. So I was, <laughs> I had this teacher literally ask me one, one, one day, she goes, so do you like go to different countries and catch different butterflies and sell them? Like, how does this work? I said, what are you talking about? She was like, well, Flo was telling us that you're like a butterfly catcher. I said, uh no, I'm not a butterfly catcher. I, was, <laughs> I love I, that. I was like, I don't know, no, you you know. So it, it's it's really important for me, especially temperance at uh, this age at eleven, yeah. where she could be comparing herself to other people, and I just want to be a vulnerable space, an open space where if she feels some kind of way, she can come to me and talk to me about it. Yeah, as her dad and I can give her advice or I can just be a place to just listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause sometimes people don't want advice on what they should do. Sometimes they just want a space for somebody just to listen. Sure. So as long as I can just be available for a place for her to listen, or, you know, if she wants to ask me for, you know, some feed, some kind of feedback, she's like, well, daddy, you know, I'm feeling insecure about this. How did you overcome this? You know, and then I can share to her my own experiences about what I went through. But all in all, I just want to be like an open, safe space to both of my daughters whenever, whenever it comes to body image, whenever it comes to boys, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I got, uh, I got something I want to share with you. I got, I got a bunch of crap, uh, probably. Uh, two months ago, uh, and I get I get emails every now and then, but I, I I do read all of them and I try to respond back to them. But man, I caught all this junk because I said something about Lizzo, and I and I'll tell you what what I said was okay. that I didn't find her like I, I don't think she's healthy. Now that's a two it's two totally different things. I understand her body positivity and whatever she is, but I was having a discussion with someone about saying, "Don't tell me she's healthy." I there's there's stuff there that I'm pretty sure she needs to look into just looking at our problem that we have with obesity and stuff like that. Here's why I bring it up. And I, I want to tell you where you taught me something, though. And it, I think we're still saying the same thing, but I, I want to be open. I want to be oh, like completely open and 100 percent transparent here. So you, you tell me if I'm off. About a year ago, my wife and I started a program. It's not really a diet plan. It's just an overall health program. And, and I really looked into what I was doing, medicines I was taking, stuff like that, what I didn't like about myself. I'm a bigger guy. I was like you, like I was going to, when you talk about buying the sausages, yeah, I was built like a fire hydrant growing up as well. Like that's just, <laughs> that was a solid. Everything was compact, you know. 
But I dropped like about 20, I was getting close to dropping about 30 pounds. I put something up on the internet about it. One of the first people I saw say something about it was you. And I want to, I want to open, I want to, it's just one of those places where I, 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 you know, some people will say this is a sign of weakness. I don't, I don't mind showing people where I had to kind of learn something within myself. And I looked at that and I'm like, well, this is a guy that talks about body positivity and you would, you would, you would think he wouldn't be telling me congratulations. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still a big dude. I'm still in my two thirties. Like I was, I was way heavier than I should have been, which is what I'm getting at with the Lizzo thing. But the thing yeah. about it was, was I believe what you were saying is like, if you're not happy with your body and you want it to be different, then do the work to make your body different so that you're happy with it. But be healthy about it. Be un- like, understand where you are, because, you know, here's the thing. I've got a bu- I got this buddy, Jeff White. He's been on the show before. Jeff is like a he's like one of those skinny dudes, right? Jeff, he, like I, he had, used to have spiky hair. He used to be from New Jersey. Like picture him being a skinny dude from New Jersey. Everybody can picture that. We all know that, right? Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. drop as much weight as I want. I can never be Jeff's size. Our bodies are just completely different. We are built different. However, when I look at myself knowing what I want to be, knowing what I could be, should be, and all that kind of stuff. And then knowing where I got to draw a line about, okay, this is major health problems when I get above this line, which is where I, honestly, I was whenever I started that program. And I thought about it. I was like, how stupid of me to be surprised that Kelvin's the first person to say congratulations because Kelvin's the one that understands it more than anybody else. Am I wrong on my thinking with that? On your... Are you thinking about Lizzo or you're thinking about your body or what? My body and like body positivity. Yeah, I, I know. Everybody always wants to tell me I'm wrong on Lizzo, so I get that. But I'm talking no. about I'm talking about like about you know the whole feeling of body positivity can mean you want to look better, you want to be different. Like it, it, like you've you've exactly. already, you've said a couple of times, oh, even yeah. the way you dress, maybe yeah. that's part of it too. Yeah, so for me, you're like exactly right. So people have this misconception about body positivity and that body positivity is these quote unquote fat people or obese people showing their bodies and da 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 yeah, and all this yeah, and, and, yeah. and all this stuff, right? It's this big misconception, which people have to focus in on that body positivity means and I say this all of the time. I'm like body positivity is for everybody, every race, every gender, every size, every it's for everybody, right? So when people think about body positivity, I want them to think about the actual term of it means that are you positive about your body? Are you happy about your body? That's essentially what it means. So you can be obese or be or be fat and like and like the way you look and not want to change your body and still be body positive. You can also be that same way and not be body positive because you want yeah. to change your body for yeah. health reasons or because you don't like the way your body looks. That does not make you any less body positivity. Like yeah. people yeah. have this misconception that if you lose weight, if you eat right, if you make better health decisions, like nobody knows anything about anybody's life. Like people think that I was this perfectly healthy being, but I was living with type two diabetes for a whole year. Oh, wow. Without even, without even knowing about it. And when I was able to, you know, find out by going for a checkup and when I let the world know about my own condition and it shocked everybody because everybody's like, but you're like kind of like this, you know, like this body positive 
productivity guy. Like, you eat well, you do all these things. Yeah, but, like, I wasn't – I wasn't conscious of me having too much sugar. Like, I didn't know there was so much added sugar in all these different foods. Sure, I, yeah. I, I had no idea. So, you know, people have to have – people have to understand the con – the concept that body positivity isn't just for people that are fat or people that are overweight or people that are like thick or chunky. It's for everybody. Yeah. And you can lose weight, gain weight and still be body positive. It's like for me, whenever I got diagnosed with type two, I was about 260 at the time. Yeah. And my doctor told me if you want to live a longer life, you have to drop <laughs> weight. Yeah. And you and you have to like drop your A1C. There's no other way around it. Yeah. Unless, unless you want to take three to four medications every day for the rest of uh, your life. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So yeah, no way. what do I do? I change the way that I eat. I exercise more. I do all these things. And I went from 260 to 242. And I dropped oh, wow. and I dropped um I dropped my A1C from a 12 to a 5.6 oh. and I no longer have to take any more of the medications. That's crazy, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, you bring up sugar. That's the thing. Anytime I started a diet program, um, or when I did start, we started one a few years ago. We did the whole 30 thing. I don't know if you've ever done that. It's a, it's more of a, it's a very stringent, strict diet. It's really more for like a cleanse thing if you wanted to do it, but it, it is a cool one if you wanted to. It taught me how much sugar is in everything. That's Dude, just it's it's, everything. The American diet, like you go to the grocery store, if you're not shopping on the outside ring of the grocery store, and even then, there's sugar in so much of that stuff. It's it's, it's phenomenal, man. Well, um, let me let me ask you. I want to talk to you about something else. Uh, n- number one, when you talked about Flo saying that you were a, a a butterfly catcher, I laughed. I don't know why she didn't say you were a botanist because when I watch your Instagram page, dude, that plant wall you've got, you, you've got one of the most Im- impressive plant walls I've ever seen. And didn't you tell me one time that you you just started getting into plants? Like, yeah, just a couple dude, of years ago. Yeah. Like when um, I first got like my whole divorce separation thing, you know, living alone, like, you know, you get pretty lonely, like during like that first couple of months, because you're like, this is my first time, you know, not being with like the family element for like a while. Right. So you're like, you find new hobbies, you find new interests, you've learned things about yourself. And, you know, I was just like in this apartment, I was like, man, like, I need like something that really just when I wake up in the morning, that makes me feel good. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I have too much in my mind. I got this, I got that. So I like had one, I, I, I had one, one, one plant and it was a, a fiddle fig that I've had since father's day of 2000. What? You just made that name up. There's no plant called a fiddle fig. Yeah, it is. What is a, a fiddle fig? fig? What does a fiddle fig look like? <laughs> a Fiddle, fiddle fig is like, uh, it has like a thick branch and it makes like those big like elephant ear type of leaves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I got you. <laughs> yeah. So I had one of those and I've had it since 2019 Father's Day and I've taken care of that one on and off. And that was the only plant that I had. So I kind of built around that. And I would just go to like Lowe's. I would get a couple plants here. I would go to get a couple plants here. And then all of a sudden, I just started like seeing these things thrive. And the more that they were thriving, the more 
it was helping me deal with stress huh. and anxiety and all these different kind of things. So it was almost like me and my plants like together, but like in like a process of like healing and growing. If that makes sense. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't talk about this enough. I need to have more dudes on the show to talk about this, but you yeah. know, I, it, when I went through my divorce, I'll tell you, it, it doesn't matter how amicable your divorce is. That loneliness of not being around your, your family, um, all that, all that, that, that quiet time that you think you won't suddenly gets kind of scary and it, and it gets yeah. really sad. And I think, I think a lot of times, um, guys find themselves more, you know, cause, cause women will find themselves uh, amongst their friends and, and a bunch of like a support group. But I don't think guys do a really good job with each other with that. And that, that quiet time gets really tough. That's a really cool, healthy thing that you got into with the plant. It is, if you've never seen it, you have to check out his Instagram page. It is, it is pretty impressive. Speaking of your Instagram page, though, with the with the work that you do outside of just the body positivity stuff, I mean, like, are you still with Woodford, by the way? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. that was the craziest one. Like, so here you are modeling for Target. I get that modeling for the sports goods store and everything. Yeah, I get that. You got a great sense of style, great smile, all that kind of stuff works. And then all of a sudden you're telling me, "Yeah, I'm having to go to Kentucky. Uh, I'm going to be the spokesperson for Woodford Reserve." I'm like, "The whiskey?" And you're like, "Yeah." yeah you're like, "I don't know jack about whiskey, but I'm about to go learn about it." And you know, when I remember when you came back, you were loving it. How fun has that gig been for you? It's been so much fun because. Prior to that, I didn't know how to drink whiskey, so I just thought it right. was nasty, right? Like, yeah. I didn't know, like, I would take shots of whiskey and drink all this kind of stuff, and people would be like, so whenever I went to Kentucky and learned about how to actually drink it yeah. and how to, like, sip it and, you know, like, smell it and do all the things, I started to enjoy it. I was like, oh, so this isn't supposed to be something I just take a shot of and, like, hope and hope and just hope I get drunk. And the guy at Wood Woodford was like, "You take shots of whiskey?" <laughs> I was right. like, <laughs> "I was like, yeah." He was like, "Yeah, we we don't do that around." Right. I was like, okay. All right. I was like, okay. I was like, okay. I, was like okay. I, I didn't know. You you know. So it was me learning, and it was really cool going to their like um to their distillery and yeah. seeing the process of how they age the bourbon because I was I was under the impression that bourbon just came out brown. That like it was just like made brown with like sugar and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But it actually comes out clear. It looks like vodka. Oh, I didn't know that. I had no idea. Up. I had no idea. Huh. And what makes it brown is the ageness of the barrel. Oh wow. I had so, no idea. Yeah. So like basically like when they put it in the barrel, it's like it literally looks like water. It just looks like like vodka or gin. Like it just looks like a clear liquid. And then when they put it in that barrel, it's like a wood fire barrel. And from it seeping in there, it changes the color of the liquor, and How it changes it to like a brown. So the longer it stays in there, the more brown it gets. And I think uh, the average time that it has to stay in there. I don't want to say the exact number, but I know it's a long time. Yeah. I know it was like and and um I actually got I actually got to taste Woodford's oldest whiskey. Which oh people no pay, way. Yes, people pay like thousands of dollars oh to my like God. go to their distillery to taste this like 
almost I don't even know how old it was. It was like like three hundred. Oh, I don't know. It was old whiskey from yeah. like way back from like when they first started when uh, Garver Brown or whatever started this like whiskey brand. It was like way back then. So I so I like tried the first barrel of Woodford whiskey from like way back in the day. And when I tell you, it looked like almost like Coke. It was so it was so dark. Yeah. Because it had been in barrels for like hundreds of years. Yeah. So and then like the guy was like, now be careful because it's gonna taste like wood. Because he's like, it's basically <laughs> he basically was like, it's it's just wood. At this point, he's like, he basically was like at this point, it's just wood. I mean, there's no like undertones. There's no da da da. He basically was like, people travel all all around the world just to come here, just to try this one little like shot glass and sip the oldest bourbon. And I took a sip of it, man. And let me tell you, it was it was not great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was um. not good. You know, you and I need to start our own uh, 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 drink uh, drink show where we rate drinks and stuff like that. We'd be the worst show to ever listen to because I, I don't really yeah. have the good palate either, man. It's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Y'all got any ginger ale I can mix this with? There's something like Exactly. Like, do you have any ginger ale? Do you have any diet Dr. Pepper? Right. Or something? <laughs> this is terrible. Something. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, so out of all out of all the gigs you got right now, I mean, I like it, nobody's nobody's sponsoring the show, so we can talk freely. I'm just curious before I let you go here. Of course. Which one uh, do you really enjoy the most? Not that you not that you don't like mm. any of them, but which one is like really fun for you and you really get a big big kick out of, and why? Oh man, that's a good one. Hmm. Let me see. Man, man, man. I would have to say, oh, that's tough. I would have to say the Target one is fun because it's like, you know, I get to travel to New York and L.A. to do those shoots. And yeah. it's usually with the same uh, pro production company. Oh, that's the cool. Same yeah. So you work the same folks. Yeah. Same makeup artist. Yeah. So it's usually like the same people. So, so it's kind of like a big family. And it's like gives me like very like cool family vibes whenever I shoot with them. But I feel like the one I benefit the most from, whereas I get like a lot of, a lot of um like free stuff from, and I get like a, a lot of different things from, is uh, a relationship with a PR company that I have, and they represent a bunch of different brands. Yeah. And these brands just want to send me stuff. Like they sent me like. Wakanda Forever coffee, uh, Arrow Rose candy bars. They send me all kind of stuff, like all of the time, like just because they just like they just like my Instagram. So that's my favorite reading. That is cool. That's awesome. PR brand because they're able just to get me all kind of stuff. That's cool, man. Well, that's awesome. Well, you know, I, I do think, uh, number one, you're a hell of a guy, and I, I'm really glad that you and I have become friends. Uh, and I do love following what you do. I think um, I think just following your page is a lot of fun, and I think that if anybody wants to find the bright side of social media, 
you're a must follow for anybody that, that wants to keep things lighter than what they see on there. And, and, and I really hope people follow you. Kelvin, if people do want to follow you, what's the best place for them to do it? Is your Instagram and, and, and what is that? Instagram. Yeah. So they can find me at Instagram at Kelvin Davis. That's all one word. And my blog, no touristly dapper.com. Um, and my book is called Notoriously Dapper, How to Be a Modern-Day Gentleman with Manner, Style, and Body Confidence as well. Can they get that from the website, Amazon? Where, where, where's the place they can yeah, get, get that uh, book? Yeah, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Target, wherever books are sold. All right, awesome. Kelvin, yeah, hey, yeah. listen, man, it's great to be able to, to, to hang out with you. Please give my best to your girls, especially Flo, and, uh, and, and, and let, please keep her – please keep up with the stories that she's telling the teachers because I, I something tells me that they're just going to keep getting funnier and funnier as that little child gets older. She is hilarious, man. She, she really <laughs> is a funny kid. Um, but yeah. Hey man, listen, thanks so much for, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And uh, you keep doing what you're doing, man. You're making the world a brighter place. And we're, we're all very thankful for that, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Think about it What's it gonna be The air That surrounds it Is not enough to breathe The stars That surround you They fall at your command The sea It will drown you And bring you back again to say thank you again to kelvin davis for joining me um i can't i can't tell you how how great it is to not only know somebody like that uh, but to be friends with him and to be able to watch what he does um he is uh he is a very positive guy a very good role model for for a lot of folks out there but the the thing i, I, I just just as an aside to all this i tell you what i love the most about kelvin kelvin is kind we live in a world where we have uh, we we don't we, we the the kindness tank has been empty for a while. People don't choose kindness. Um, it's very rare that I see it. I see it in both of my daughters. My daughters are very kind. It's one of the first things that either one of their teachers will say about them when when we go to the parent teacher conferences. I'm very proud of that. I, I I'm not because I did it. They just are. Kelvin is that way. Um. There's something that when you look at him, you may think there's an innocence or a naivety there. I will tell you that you are wrong. <laughs> My man's been through some tough times. Uh, he he knows about struggle. Uh, he chooses kindness. And it is uh, he is a bright spot in my life, and I, I'm very happy to have him on there. Please go check him out. Also, uh, Don Merkel, by the way, is who does the music. If I get emails every now and then, I forget to say it. Check Don out. DonMerkel.com is where you can go and uh, check out a lot of his music. I think he's working on something new. Um, but his last album, Rumor of a Ghost, is, is one for you to certainly check out. And then, if you ever want to go to the old iTunes and look for that Don Merkel and the Blacksmith. Blacksmiths, not the Blacksmith. 
Uh, you have to go check that out. That's some of the tunes we used to play. Uh, also, if you are in the area of South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina area, my daughter Sterling, her birthday is coming up in a few days. She's got a birthday party this weekend. You can go check out our Facebook page. We'll put something up about it today. If you want it, she's donating uh, coats to a, a local shelter. She likes to uh, do a fundraiser every year for her birthday. Please go check that out. We'll, again, we'll have the details up on the Facebook page, Local Bar Media. Um, that's how you find us. And if you were in the area, want to drop off some coats uh, for the needy, we would, we would really appreciate that. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something about me you don't know. I'm a bigger guy. Uh, when my wife and I started uh, the E2M program that you've heard me talk about before, I was the biggest I'd ever been. I was, I was way up there. We're talking 270. I mean, now I, I'm, I am um, built like a fire hydrant, <laughs> so I don't look like I'm that heavy. I do have a good bit of muscle to me. I'm probably a little bit more athletic than people give me credit for, uh, but it's covered up with a layer of marshmallow. And uh, so I'm, I'm like, you ever seen those, you know those cats? You ever seen those cats that you go pick up and you're like, God, that cat's heavy. That's what I'm like. Uh, I know I'm bigger, but I, I weigh a little bit more than you think. So uh, a, a year ago when my wife and I started, a year and a half ago when my wife and I started the E2M program, and I said uh, that I dropped a lot of weight, but I had weight to lose. That's what I meant. I was very unhappy with myself, uh, and it was it was partially due to COVID, but I'm going to go back before then. Um, when I went through my divorce, yeah, I'd Right before, yeah, right when I was going through my divorce, my divorce did not was not like in a short period of time. It was over years, um, because part of the what we do in South Carolina with divorce is weird. But um, I I really had put on some weight, and I said, "Screw it, I'm dropping it," and I did, and I I got to a place that I hadn't been in a long time. Uh, probably since college, to where I could look at myself and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm happy with myself. I'm not, never a skinny, svelte guy. I was never the guy with the, you know, the, oh, that guy's got such a great body. No one's ever, <laughs> no one's ever said that. No one ever will. I've never cared for that. Um, I have nice legs. I'll give myself that. Uh, there are a lot of guys that skip leg day. You shouldn't. You want to get these legs? Man, you got to put the time in in the gym. Or do like I did and just weigh a lot. Because if you do that, then your legs have to carry on a lot more every single day. <laughs> That's the trick. Be fat. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm going to tell you that I have struggled though. While I've always been okay with not being like, like that guy, um, there are there are some times that I can look at myself and I was not happy with myself. Um, I'm going to tell you that that did more to hurt me in areas of my life. And I took it out on other areas, looking back on it now, uh, than I should have. I'll even tell you that my lack of being okay with how I looked helped lead to my divorce. Now, there's there's a lot there. It wasn't just that simple. I'm not trying to say that I shouldn't have gotten divorced. I absolutely should have. It was the right decision. Um and I've been mean, no disrespect to my ex-wife in saying that it, it it just was, but I'll tell you that it it made things worse. And when it comes down to it, there's only one person that can do something about that. 
You either go work out or you learn to love yourself or you do a mixture of both. Nobody said you don't have to do both. And that's one of the things I, that I'm, I'm glad to be able to talk to Kelvin about. You know, I, 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 I seriously, I, I don't mind being like open with my and transparent with my thoughts. When I, when I lost all that weight, Kelvin was the first one. Was, hey, great job, man. I'm like, really? This guy? Yeah, because I was stupid about it. Now, I've gotten some flack about my Lizzo comments, and I, literally, I, I, I hate to double down on it, but I'm going to. There is a difference between being grossly obese and, and when I say grossly, I don't mean she's disgusting. She's a very pretty lady. But when you're when you're that obese, you're going to have health problems. You cannot go, you cannot tell me that she does not have a problem with diabetes. If she doesn't, she's going to. There's only so much the human body can do. And wanting to make sure that we're healthy, that's a whole other thing. In other words, my problem is with people that say, no, she's healthy, Chad. You just don't understand. No, that's not healthy. I, I'm not the picture of health either. But does she feel comfortable with where she is? Yes, then great. She's, she's won most of the battle. That's awesome that she feels good in her own skin. That That's awesome for her. I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Let me tell you where I want you to be careful because I'm going to be right on this. For anybody else that wants to send me any more text or emails about this, here's what I'm going to be right about. I want you to rewind and go back to Adele. Okay? Remember when Adele came out? She's a little, she's a little on the bigger side. Not really, but, but she was. And then she lost a lot of weight not long ago, and everybody wanted to crucify her over it. Why? Yeah, maybe she was comfortable with where she was. Maybe she was confident with where she was. Or maybe she wasn't. And she wanted to feel a little bit better about herself. Don't hate the lady for losing her weight. So I'm going to tell you that when it eventually happens, because it will, when Lizzo drops weight, don't start screaming at her because I'm going to tell you that it's fine either way. <laughs> if you're if you're comfortable with where you are, comfortable with who you are, great. If you need to get healthy, get healthy. Great. If it has a converse reaction to what you look like, I promise you that if Lizzo loses weight, she's not going to feel worse about herself. If she has to lose weight, if, she, if her doctors say you have to lose weight because you're at a point to where you're going to have major heart complications, diabetes, all this kind of stuff, you're going to go into liver failure, whatever it may be. If she loses weight, I promise you she's going to be like, man, you know, I wish I was bigger, though. But I give her credit for being able to go out and be confident in who she is. That's great. I'm glad she can do that. Don't confuse that with healthy. Don't confuse diet programs with being healthy. There's another side of that coin. Man, I've seen some of the worst ideas. I can't tell you, working in hospitals, what I've seen people do to their bodies or even surgeries they've, they've had. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. We we live in a we live in a world where um, most and I'll, I'll say this: my brother in law, if he's listening, might get mad at me for saying it, but but he and I can have a discussion over a drink or two about this. Most I'll say primary care physicians know very little about nutrition and um, uh, physical exercise. They don't. They they they're quicker to to to, to prescribe a pen, a pill and pick up a pen and put it to a prescription pad than they are to try to get people to. Um, to lose weight through through exercise and dieting. I, it's just not the first thing you see anymore. And there's there's reasons for that. None of them are right. <laughs> None of them are they're good. But they're just that way. All right. 
I say all that to tell you that I am a guy that while I haven't experienced the outlandish story that Kelvin had to go through, I can tell you times during my life I have. I can tell you times where the people that I lived with or possibly were married to said things that that bothered me. That, I'm going to say it, flat out hurt. You know, we're real careful to not say stuff about women. And there's a, there's a couple of good reasons why we should. Number one, yes, women have it worse. Absolutely. With what society has for centuries done, as far as what women are supposed to do to themselves to look a certain way, uh, it, is, it is tougher for women. There's that part of it. The other side is the whole childbearing thing. It's really hard when you take something and shove it in your body and screw your hormones up. Not only, not only that, just birth control, what it'll do to people. Uh, women have it tougher. They, they do. So I'm not saying guys have it just as hard. We, we don't have it just as hard. But it doesn't mean that it's not tough. There's also a, 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 a part of it where guys will shove this crap down because, again, it's one of those things we're told to do or we're not supposed to let it bother us. Or, you know, go rub some dirt on it, go lift some weights, make yourself look better. It's not that easy for for everybody. I say that to myself all the time, but I understand it's harder for me than than somebody else. It's harder for somebody else than it is for me. No, nobody's got you know. There's no cookie cutter uh, collection of people out there. We we all are a little bit different. But one of the things that I find is we don't want to put in the work. That's the dieting part of it. That's the fixing yourself part of it. I also think, though, as a guy that can speak to that, I'll speak to the other side as well and say we don't always put in the work with the body positivity side. We don't want to sit back and say, you know, I I, I am okay. You know, I don't need to feel this way. I don't need to be so hard on myself. That that takes some thought and it takes some 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 mental gymnastics sometimes to change what's been a long standing thought about ourselves. Yeah, some people are more vain than others. That's all right. And if some people want to be that way, that's okay. But when it when it holds you back, that's the difference. Kelvin went from being a guy that didn't want to smile because of a chip in his tooth to be in the face at Target. When you go to his Instagram page, when you see his face, you'll have seen it in Target. Now you'll know what I'm talking about. Like the guy has 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 completely opened up with who he is and allowed himself to be himself and find that confidence, not because he could fit into some pants better. Not because, I mean, he does dress extremely well. He's got a great style. I mean, and you'll, yeah, his modeling shoots one thing. His style, the, the man wears the best socks. He's got these Kermit socks that I, <laughs> I love. The guy is, he is dapper. That, that's just what it is. But he had to even feel comfortable. You're not going to hide in those clothes. You have to feel comfortable in those clothes. He had to do some work to do that. I don't care who you are. There's something about yourself you wish you could change. Why? I, I I sat around with some friends one day and we were talking. It was all it was it was guys only. 
and we had a conversation that women would not believe we would have. And we were sitting around and we were talking about something. It was, it was kind of on this point, but it strayed into a conversation of, hey, look around this bar. Find the girls that you know or maybe you don't know that have something about them that they probably don't like that you do. Now, I'm going I'm to tell you, this conversation was nuts. Only because it went in a further direction towards uh, the blemishes that people have being one of the most attractive parts about them. I, I, I'm not kidding you. It's, it's, it, it was really kind of funny. We, we were all getting a kick out of it. I mean, you turn around, you look at a girl, you see her face, her hair, her body. There's things that, yeah, you can easily go to and guys will look at and judge because, uh, and because the other side of it is that's what women are accentuating to try to get you to pay attention to. It went from everything to, uh, I like the mole on this girl's uh, left cheek. I like the way her chin's a little bit off. This girl's nose is a little bit crooked like that. It makes it really kind of cute and different. This girl's ears stick out like Will Smith. That was actually a real one. I can't, it's my friend. I think it was Jeremy that said that. And I never looked at that girl differently again. I said, every time I saw her, I saw Will Smith. But it was, it was, it, it was funny. We, we had this conversation about how uh, sometimes those marks, sometimes those things, what they do is they remind us of the individuality of a person. Um, and we forget that. And when it's us ourselves, we don't see that. I could probably point out flaws of myself to my wife that she doesn't even know. I'll give you one. If you know me, if you've seen pictures of me, I'm going to point something out to you that you've never noticed but you now will every time you've seen me. All right, I, this, is, this is one of those vulnerable things. I'm going to point it out. One of my ears, one of my ears, when you look at pictures of me straight on, one of my ears bends out more than the other one. And it bends out a lot more than the other one. A lot more. It was a weird thing that happened to me um, a long time ago where the skin on my ear detached from the cartilage. And it's like what happens when guys do like wrestling. And they, they had the wrestling helmets on and everything. They go to take them off or football helmets, squeeze on it too much. And it, it'll sometimes cause that. I, I, I wasn't wrestling or playing football in my 20s. For some reason, it happened to me. And they had to, it was really weird. They had to like sew that skin back on. It was just gross. It was just odd. But what happened is some of the um, cartilage loosened because it wasn't getting the blood flow that it was supposed to. And that's it. There's nothing I can do to fix it. I mean, I, I could probably have some weird plastic surgery to, to, to make it tighten, but I'd have to have it on both ears. And now I'm doing that thing that people do when they get face work done. You're chasing everything. Well, now this doesn't fit in this proportion with this, so I got to get this done. And, and I will tell you right now, I think, no disrespect to any of you that have had it, but the facial surgery thing is worse than the tattoo thing, man. You get one thing done, you're going to be chasing the rest of it. You're going to look like a lizard person the next 10 years. It's just it's just the way that it is. I don't mean to sound so cruel when I say that. but So, yeah. So, look at any picture of me. Look at it. Go look at one right now. Go. You can go to the local bar page. Go to my personal page, Chad Alexander. Find pictures of me. You'll see it. You will now always see it. I don't care. I used to hate it. It used to bother the crap out of me. And no, it's not because I'm older and married to a great woman and have a family and stuff like that. No, we always we always want to feel confident with who we are. It's a matter of just being like, this is this is who I am as a as a person. Sure, it gets easier the older you get. Yes, yes, young folks out there, it does. 
but it's no less important. It's not just your looks, but your looks is a great place to start. Are you confident in who you are as a dad, as a husband, wife? Are you confident in who you are at your your work? Do you have your faults? Sure. Should you work on them? Yes. Does that make you only your faults? No, it does not. What about your dreams, the things you want to do? Do you focus on the things where you just don't get it right yet? Or are you surprised at the things that you do know and should keep keep chasing? Are you letting yourself create obstacles because you haven't done the mental gymnastics to be confident in the person you are today so that maybe you can work on those things to be the person you want to be tomorrow? We don't have to stop growing, changing, evolving, getting better, being better. We don't have to just be what we are now. If you like who you are, that's great. It still means you have things you want to work on. But until you're comfortable, until you're comfortable with who you are at this point, it's your religion. Comfortable in your religion? Are you happy with where you are? Are you constantly criticizing yourself? Or do you need to take a step and, and take a look at it and see where you are, feel good about what you what you do, where you're grounded, really know where your grounding is? And then start looking at the things you want to fix. Because I'm going to tell you, a lot of times when it comes to things like that or in in, in other areas, uh, our our beliefs uh, politically, you don't really know what you want to be different. You don't really know what you want to change until you're confident in the things that define you the most. And that comes from being happy with yourself, finding the good and not letting the bad be the only beacon you're paying attention to. It's important to know what we want to work on. But you got to know where you're grounded. Kevin's, uh, Kevin, Kelvin's got the best smile. He's the best smile. You, you can't work out and get that smile. You just can't. Kelvin knows he's got a chipped tooth. I don't see it. Kelvin does when he looks in the mirror. You know what else Kelvin thinks? He's got one of the best smiles. That's not cocky, man. That's confident. It's realistic. Take some time. Look at yourself in the mirror today. Look for the things that you like. Find those things that you don't. Maybe they just remind people that you're an individual. Maybe they just kind of make you a little bit different from somebody else. Maybe that spot is really kind of a unique thing that somebody might fall in love with. You never know. It really could be that way. But the person that needs to fall in love with it the most is you. Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab. But if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week. This podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com. I know you better than you think you know yourself.
not so different.